0: this is, of course, your daily financial news. i have got to change this thing around. Ah, there we go. Do me a favor, folks. If you want to be a part of my new office space, do me a favor. Take a selfie with one of my cards, one of my books. If you want to send me a positive note. I would love to hear from you. One of the things I love about One Rental at a Time is I really see this as our channel. This is something that we do together daily, and we're just trying to be a little bit better each and every day. So if you want to send some good vibes, you want to send me a selfie, tag me on Instagram. I will print the picture. And Lumberjack, yep, that is a picture with you in front of property number 500. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. So when I look at the daily financial news, lots and lots of stuff going on. Uh, Why don't we just talk about the last thing I read. The last thing I read this morning. Looks like a lot of American companies are pulling out of Russia. Just yesterday, Starbucks, Starbucks, Coke, Pepsi, and McDonald's have all shutting down operations. Pepsi potentially selling off its Russia stake or Russia operations. McDonald's, 84%. Of the locate, there's 850 McDonald's in Russia. Who knew? 84% of them are company owned, uh, which means it expects to take a $50 million charge every single month for shutting it down. So lots of companies are um, taking it on the chin, doing the right thing. But th- there will be costs throughout all of this. That's why. Um, That's why it just needs to be over peace needs to be done and we need to move on together A Couple of things. I thought were interesting. I see more and more talk about tax the rich Right Uh, tax everybody who makes more than 400k Uh, I Don't know what to call it bait and switch something like that. I don't know what what's going on but it's like, hey, folks, look over here. Let's get those guys. Let's go get them. When, in fact, the poor and middle class are spending two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000 extra every month on gas, food, rent, childcare. Inflation is a nasty tax. It is progressive. It hurts the folks that can't afford it the most. We need to cut it off at its knees. We need to take the medicine now. And I have no confidence in Paul in Paul Volcker, Ugh, Jerome Powell, doing that. I suspect we will get an inflation reading very quickly, probably April, might be May, of double digits. Keep in mind, double-digit inflation today is nothing like double digits in the 70s. They have um, manufactured the CPI to such a level that a 10% reading today is probably like 17 or 18% in the 70s. It is not good, folks. It is getting worse. And we have Jerome Powell and his cronies dickering around with, oh, should we do a quarter point or not? Stop trying to protect the rich on Wall Street. Take the medicine or it only gets worse. I'm going to keep hoping he's playing rope-a-dope, but I think we'll know next week. The mortgage industry is in pain. I told you this was coming, right? When you watch the consumer, you watch capital, you see things coming. We've been talking about it for about 90 days. Matt, the mortgage guy, Stephen Dow and I. um, Yeah. Uh, Looks like better.com. You remember we talked about better.com a month ago? When they laid off 900 people over Zoom, well, they are back at it. Now they are laying off 3,000 people. Folks, the mortgage industry is going to dry up. We are about to see 75% less production, less money in the system also. Uh, And I don't know. Better.com was on the path to go public, right, via a SPAC, I believe. I suspect better.com missed their window. They will be sold for parts. Uh, They will will no longer exist in 90 days. One guy's guess, who knows? The 210 yield inversion is getting worse, or at least the flattening is getting worse. Just a month ago, maybe a month and a half, it was almost a full 0.9 percentage points. Now it is down to 0.2. I didn't check this morning, but these are my notes from last night. Yield inversion has been pretty consistent indicator of a recession. Not to mention an oil shock of 50% has also been an indicator of a recession. Not to mention a bear market when the Fed starts raising rates. And, oh, by the way, the onset of war has been bear markets. Talk about, talk about four things kind of pointing at some pain ahead. Uh, be ready. Be ready for this. I'm telling you it's coming. Something that no one is talking about Uh, we talked about oil oil folks i know it hurts i know oil hurts so this is not i'm not oil and gas is what you all see it's the fastest kind of um daily thing that we see and we take selfies in front of the gas pump i get it but boy there are so many other things coming that take time for the supply chain to work out. For example, you may not know this. We have all this talks about EV, electric vehicles, and Tesla, and all that stuff. Do you know what one of the largest inputs to the battery technology is? Nickel. And oh, by the way, do you know who produces a lot of nickel? Yeah, yeah, those guys. Nickel has gone up to $1,000. What no. Where is it? Yeah, it's basically surged. I didn't write down a number. But basically, it's now an extra $1,000 cost for EVs. So either the companies eat margin or they raise prices. Inflation is going to sneak up in lots and lots of ways. Be careful. Stitch Fix, one of those companies we talked about, kind of on again, off again. Well, they were off again. They missed. They lowered revenue expectations, brought everything down for the year. Not good. The Fed is talking about maybe getting rates to 1%, uh, but then what? It's They are so late, It's it's not even funny. One thing that is very interesting, why I think housing will go up this year. As long as wage inflation is greater than the 30-year interest rate, you can dump all of those housing crash videos. If the wage increases 5.7% but the 30-year is at 4%, it's simple math, folks. We live in a payment-based society. No no crash. It's just how the math works. Go back and look at the 50-year spreadsheet. Wage growth greater than 30-year mortgage rates, no payment problem. Just how it works. Looks like Apple announced a lot of new stuff yesterday. A lot lot more, um, I don't know, I'll call it more inexpensive, cheaper. I don't know what the right word is. Less expensive, I guess. But what I thought was interesting is they announced a new Mac Studio computer based on their chips. One thing I think that's going to be very – powerful for Apple going forward is the vertical integration. They are not going to be as reliant on other technology like maybe Intel or AMD or NVIDIA or whatever. They are making more and more of their own chips. And I suspect they got more surprises in store for all of us. Finally, I have some good news for LA County. I told you this was coming. LA County folks has an eviction moratorium going on, even though the Supreme Court said it was against the Constitution. L.A. County said, I don't care. I told you two months ago that the landlord, specifically the apartment association, better get busy and file a lawsuit. Well, it finally happened. L.A. Uh, LA landlords are standing up. They have filed a lawsuit uh, against the eviction. The eviction moratorium goes until the summer of 2023. What the heck are they thinking? So... I I wish the LA landlords good luck. I hope they I hope it gets resolved and the eviction moratorium is called illegal or unconstitutional or whatever and it goes away. But I won't lie, I hope they extract some pain from LA County for overreach and being unconstitutional. I find it very interesting, my Facebook feed is full of new syndicators closing on apartment deals. I found this on the Real Deal. Some of you um, ask for places that I look for that you may not know. One of them is called the Real Deal, all one word. It is very much real estate focused. There's a billionaire apartment owner named Marvy Finger. Yes, I checked. That's his name. I don't make this up. Marvy Finger is his name, and he's a billionaire. You can call him what, call himself whatever he wants. He is out saying. These 25% rent increases are unsustainable, tenants are going to revolt, and we have all this new construction coming. He expects a major correction in overbuilding in the apartment sector, so much so that he sold half his portfolio. He sold half his portfolio to Gray Star for $2 billion. The portfolio was in Houston, Dallas, and Atlanta. For every excited buyer, there's an excited seller today. And again, this gentleman has been building since the late 70s, so he has seen a lot. And um, yeah, he's like, I've been here before. I know what the top feels like. I think apartments are in trouble. That's where you're going to see the 20 or 30% haircut. People are doing bad deals today with horrible debt structure. Just like single-family homes, last time it's kind of crazy. So I've done some digging into the Russia market. Like, what do they produce? They are forty. They produce forty-four percent of the world's palladium, sixteen percent of natural gas, fourteen percent of platinum, twelve percent of oil, and eleven percent of wheat. Yeah, not good. Looks like Putin has agreed with me. I didn't realize he watched my channel. I am kidding. Of course, uh, Putin has said the United States in the West, which includes Europe, obviously, has declared economic war on Russia. That was Putin's words. I brought to you that on Monday, I believe. Yes, I believe we are in the first, first World War, first economic World War, or World War III, or whatever you want to call it. It is being fought at the economic level. And just like all wars, There will be ripple effects that we don't feel for weeks and months and quarters. And I think it will touch everyone in the world. Looks like Joe Biden just signed an executive order on crypto. Uh, This could be another step towards the digital dollar. I did think it was interesting. He kind of highlighted six areas of focus. Consumer and investor protection. Financial stability. Illicit activity. U.S. competitiveness financial inclusion and responsible innovation, innovation. Uh, Maybe this is good for the crypto market. I think some regulation would be good. All of these BS coins and rug pulls that people are suffering. Maybe it's a good thing. Who knows? And then finally, I just want to say one more time, Jerome Powell, Stop acting like Arthur Burns. Arthur Burns did not believe the money supply increase led to inflation. Jerome Powell, you are acting the same way, which is unfortunate because you have history. You are a smart man. You can go read what Arthur Burns did and did wrong. Arthur Burns was so bad that Paul Volcker had to come in and raise the funds rate seven full percentage points in eight months. He then rested or paused and then took it all the way to 19%. Folks, the only way to beat inflation historically is demand destruction. Said another way in Fed speak, the Fed funds rate has to be two or three percentage points above inflation. Powell, a quarter point's not going to cut it. Get serious. You are hurting. You Powell and your cronies are hurting so many people. Stop it. Be better. All right folks, it's Wednesday, which means we have we should have Anna, Adrian and Matt the mortgage guy, big busy day, lots of fun conversations. Like, subscribe, comment and please become part of my office take a picture, tag me on Instagram. I want to add you to my cork boards. I want to see it every time I come in and every time I leave. Take care. Bye-bye.